Welcome to the USFA podcast, the official podcast of the United States Fire Administration. I'm your host, Teresa Neal. This month, we're talking about wildfires, specifically the Wildland Urban Interface. The Wildland Urban Interface, or WUI, is the zone of transition between unoccupied land and human development. It is the line, area, or zone where structures and other human development meet or intermingle with undeveloped wildland or vegetative fuels. More than 46 million residences in 70,000 communities in the United States are at risk for WUI fires. The WUI area continues to grow by approximately 2 million acres per year. There are several ways that the USFA is currently addressing this growing threat. We work with the National Interagency Fire Center and are part of the National Wildfire Coordinating Group. These partnerships strengthen our ability to address wildland fires. We provide training resources on addressing wildland fires through the National Fire Academy. And we provide resources to individuals on how they can create a community wildfire protection plan to assess risk and to create action plans in case of wildfire emergencies. On this episode, we will be joined by Aitor Bidaburu, USFA's representative with the National Wildfire Coordinating Group, and Nicola Rosa, who is Management and Program Analyst for the U.S. Fire Administrator. So join us as we discuss the evolving threat of the wildland-urban interface and how USFA is addressing these risks. Welcome, Aitor. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Teresa. Well, I'm a wildland firefighter. I've spent my entire career working for the federal government in various wildland fire positions, starting with the Forest Service early in my career at the field level and moving to NIFSI with the Bureau of Land Management, working in the training program there. And back in 2008, I started with the U.S. Fire Administration, where I, I work now. And USFA has a position at the National Interagency Fire Center. Can you explain what NIFSI is? Sure. I think there's sometimes there's misconceptions about what NIFSI is. It's important to also discuss what NIFSI is not, but NIFSI is basically, it's a place. It is not an agency. So it is a place located in Boise, Idaho. NIFSI stands for the National Interagency Fire Center. It's a federal installation that's interagency in nature. There's 10 agencies representing state, federal, local government, tribal governments out there that have wildfire programs. Can you explain how USFA be- became part of NIFSI? So USFA became part of NIFSI back in 2003. I think it's important to discuss the context in the country at the time. So we all remember 9-11, which occurred in 2001, and there were a lot of efforts nationally to try to come up with a system, basically an incident command system for FEMA and how it responded to 9-11 supporting that incident. And then there were other incidents that a series of bad hurricanes that followed that incident. Katrina was in 2005. And so there was a lot of attention being spent by FEMA and other agencies, and they really looked to the uh, wildfire community to see how they responded to hazards and how they organized. It was pretty instrumental in the model that we have today. So USFA is also part of the National Wildfire Coordinating Group. Can you explain what NWCG is and how that strengthens the fire and EMS? I think it's important to talk about the NWCG mission. The NWCG mission is to enable all federal, state, local, tribal, territorial, 
agencies and organizations, provides them and enables them to operate, respond to fire in an interoperable way. One of the principles behind wildfire really response, preparedness in the country is that no one agency has it all. We have to rely and depend upon all the partner agencies. And NWCG really creates that interoperable environment. If you think about it as a portfolio, NWCG has an extensive portfolio when it comes to training, when it comes to equipment standards, personnel standards, provides a lot of operational guidelines and a credentialing system so that when people mobilize across the country in response to wildland fire, they know what they're getting. People meet a minimum standard in terms of qualifications, that knowledge and skill set. NWCG provides that platform. And at the heart of NWCG is the interagency nature of developing those standards. So instrumental to that is really having a standing NWCG committee that oversees that portfolio. And that portfolio includes a publication management system. It includes 14 major subcommittees that address different components of not just fire response, but also fire prevention, fuels management, all kinds of safety procedures and things of that nature. And can you explain the wildland fire governance system? Well, at the top, we have WIFLIC, which is the Wildfire Leadership Council. WIFLIC is really comprised of very high-level agency leadership. It could be your undersecretaries for Department of Interior and Ag. For us, it's our, our administrator that's a primary member on WIFLIC, Dr. Lori Moore-Merrill. And there's other elected officials on there. There's governors represented on WIFLIC. There's fire chiefs represented on WIFLIC. There's many organizations that uh, really are key stakeholders in the national governance system for wildland fire. The intent of that group and the purpose of that group is to provide an overall strategy for wildland fire and provide a forum or a platform to coordinate policy and look at opportunities to reduce uh, redundancy and to come to program alignment when it comes to wildland fire policy nationally. As you move down from WIFLIC, you have some intermediate groups like uh, the Fire Executive Council, which is largely your national level program directors on the federal side. USFA is represented on that as well. And also you have our U.S. Forest Service and, and DOI and all the, all the bureaus within those agencies that have fire responsibility. And then finally, when you get, when you get down to the actual organization that provides that interoperability. We've already talked about it quite a bit, but that's NWCG. So NWCG is where the programmatic specialists serve on those standing committees that I discussed briefly earlier. And that's really and that's really where a lot of the products, the, the systems, the coordinating systems are, are managed and developed. And, and NWCG is an interagency body, which, which oversees that portfolio and provides recommendations to those other higher level organizations that I mentioned. And how do these partnerships align with USFA's mission? If you look at USFA's mission to strengthen and support the fire and 
EMS service out there. I think there's really a lot of alignment. We look at our four stars for our agency, data collection and analysis. These organizations like NWCG really collect a lot of data, and it really provides us with a database that is very valuable. Without being able to tap into that, it would be very difficult to solve these problems if we can't define what the problems are. So data collection and analysis is a a key component of NWCG, Fire Executive Council, and WIFLIC. We look at research and technology, and we look at the opportunities that we have with our partner agencies and the research branches that the U.S. Forest Service, the Department of Interior, and various agencies have within those governance structures. It, it really is an opportunity to bring to the table some of the opportunities we have with the research programs that we do in the USFA. We reach out to academia. We reach out to DHS Science and Technology. We have opportunities to bring those efforts forward to organizations like NWCG where they may not know about those efforts going on on the DHS side. So we're really that bridge between some of the wildland agencies and the efforts that occur between the research branches. We look at training. Training's a huge opportunity where we could bridge those targeted efforts really to strengthen and build a stronger public fire service. Of course, we've got a long-standing relationship with NWCG training and our National Fire Academy. Those efforts really reach a broader audience. Some Believe it or not, some parts of the country just aren't familiar with NWCG. And so through our work with the National Fire Academy, working uh, very closely with NWCG, we can really leverage a lot of the wildland fire training products out there and reach a, a much broader audience than what NWCG might be able to reach on its own. We look at we look at public education. We have a, a lot of opportunities to work with these governance structures when it comes to messaging the wildfire risk to the public. Arguably, the wildfire risk in the country right now has got to be right in the very top hazards facing the nation. And our opportunity to really leverage some of the products that we work with NWCG on, like the community wildfire protection plans. The representation folks in our agency have with the NWCG WUI committee. There, there's just a lot of vetting of materials, a lot of interagency work and buy-in that goes into those products and how we message those products. So there's just a lot of cross-pollination that can occur between our specialized staff at the USFA and some of these governance structures that exist on the NWCG side. And so I want to jump forward and I wanted to ask you, what is um, the wildland urban interface and why is that such an area of emphasis for USFA? Well, the wildland urban interface is really one of the fastest growing developments in this country. It, It is really that space where the wild land meets the developed land. And there's, it's the built environment. It's where the uh, built environment is moving into historically open country, forested lands, areas with a lot of potential for fire occurrence and fire spread. These areas oftentimes have had natural fire in them, sometimes started accidentally, sometimes started by lightning. 
And now that you have development in these areas, you've got a tremendous amount of um, homes being built in these areas. And largely the responsibility for responding to this new risk in this area rests with state and local agencies. And so this is really an area where we're seeing uh, a lot more activity, a lot more burden being placed on the structural organizations, the fire departments. And so this is really an area where uh, we need to bridge the gap between the structural community and the wildland community. And it's a great opportunity for the U.S. Fire Administration to really drill down, identify some of these problems and trying to figure out what these solutions are really within the framework of some of our agency missions and goals. And that's in the realms of data collection, analysis, research and technology, training and public education. Thanks, Aitor. Is there anything else you would like to add? I I think that bringing some attention to the wildfire space is is going to be critical going forward. And I think we talk a lot about how different tools like technology training can really help, and it will. But one of the biggest challenges we have is really getting the public to understand the risk that they're putting themselves into when they move out into these wildlands. I think the public messaging and public education really cannot be underestimated in in terms of how important that would be so that people can learn to take actions and, and have some actionable items that we really, I think, do a good job of sharing. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our WUI resources that we have on the USFA website. There's some great resources and opportunities to help individual homeowners so that I I think that would be an important takeaway for folks to be aware of that information. Hi, Nicole. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Nicole Rosa. I work in the U.S. Fire Administration as an advisor to our U.S. Fire Administrator. And I am really passionate about wildland urban interface community risk reduction. I have spent the better part of the last, say, five or six years focusing on explicitly this And I look a lot now in USFA for wildland-urban interface issues at the national level, in particular for the fire service partners that we work with at the state and local, territory, and tribal level. And what resources does USFA have to help partners address their wildland-urban interface risk? So we actually have in USFA a full complement of various resources that span many different sort of capacity and sector areas for our fire service partners. One of those is a comprehensive website that we recently in the last year have refreshed to reorganize the materials and make it more user-friendly, create a more streamlined user experience. And there is so much available on there and a lot of additional content has been added and continues to be added. And this is a whole of USFA effort with a constant sort of flow of new materials being provided and available. Some of that is tools and resources for fire service partners to be able to help them think through and plan for their community risk reduction efforts, their prevention and response efforts. 
as well as how to engage their whole community partners. So really we're focused on how can we help create tools and resources that help our fire service partners on the ground be able to more easily implement their community risk reduction programs. And hopefully we're helping kind of fill a need for them to, to try to help try to help alleviate the burden for them to having to create those materials themselves. Some of this includes a whole host of multimedia and communication tools, social media, handouts, pictographs for use before, during, and after a fire so that they can more easily and quickly get some communications out to their whole community partners, as well as support their community engagement in prevention and risk reduction programs. In addition, and this is something that I consider one of our most amazing sort of resources that we provide is a very comprehensive fire adapted community resource site. And the fire adapted communities is one of the three goals of the National Cohesive Wildfire Management Strategy. So we really did lean heavily into how we were going to be able to support fire adapted community resourcing. We work very closely with other federal partners as well as non-federal partners in to ensure that we're developing these in a collaborative environment and that there's consistent messaging. Some of what we have available on that site are seven steps to creating a fire adapted community development of community wildfire protection plans, a template for a community wildfire protection plan, just as a source of a launch pad. A community is, of course, free to adapt to adapt that to their unique needs. In addition to all that, we also have a full complement of training and education curriculum available through our National Fire Academy programs. And how do the NFA training and education programs tie into preparing the fire service to respond to WUI events? In USFA, training and education is, in our sort of perspective, one of the most significant foundations for helping our state, local, tribal, and territory fire service partners build their capacity and their capability for community protection, prevention, response, and risk reduction. We take that approach because there are many events where there are not federal resources that may be available. And so we're trying to help make sure our partners have the support and tools and training that they need to be able to help them manage their events, regardless of whether there's actually federal resources made available. In our training and education curriculum in the National Fire Academy, we have many courses that are available for wildland urban interface in particular. And this is to help both fire service partners and their allied professions. So that could be community planners or community organizers who have work at their community level that is directly connected to supporting wildland urban interface community risk reduction. So we have a full span of wildland urban interface courses that are explicitly looking at command and control, community risk reduction, a specific course for developing community wildfire protection plans and incorporating broad whole community engagement in that effort, fire adapted community methods and and strategies to build fire adapted communities in the wildland urban interface, pre-fire planning courses, and building community coalitions, as well as some very strategic operational aspects, such as planning for wildland urban interface event evacuations. 
And as I mentioned, this is really intended to help build the capacity and capability for our fire service partners. And also I want to make sure I emphasize allied professionals who are engaged in community risk reduction in the WUI courses or in the wildland urban interface are able to take these NFA courses as well. And how is USFA innovating to help the fire service prepare themselves and their communities for wildfire risk? So one of the ways that USFA is sort of looking forward is building out our capacity to deliver more of the training and education curriculum associated with wildland urban interface community risk reduction. We're looking at how we can explore some of our lessons learned during the last couple of years in the pandemic environment to streamline and increase accessibility of virtual courses, as well as ways to increase our capacity within USFA for more point of sight delivery of courses at the state, local, tribal, and territory level. We're also working closely with partners on ways to develop more innovative communication tools using cutting-edge technology, such as augmented reality or additional communication opportunities that we can really take advantage of to lean into providing more effective and impactful communication opportunities and tools for fire service partners to use on the ground in their community engagement. And that's really a part of our ongoing strategic planning on communication approaches to building broader awareness of the trends and emerging science and technology that is coming forward from research partners for fire service issues. This also includes ways that we can help make sure that we're using our USFA voice to broadcast more stories about successful implementation of community wildfire risk reduction programs, and also ways that we're uh, able to bring emerging science and research to their awareness so that our, our partners on the ground who may not have time always to read the research journals are able to get a sense of what's available. And I would also add that we have a library on the National Emergency Training Center campus where the National Fire Academy is located. Our library is also available for folks to check out and access research and education materials and additional resources and tools that can help them have access to that information if that's not something that their community is able to sustain. And the librarians are happy to help with research projects as well. They just need to call them or do interlibrary loan for any materials that we have. You mentioned emerging science and research in WUI risk. How is USFA translating that into tools for the fire service? Some of the ways that we really lean heavily into that is by working with our research partners, both federal and non-federal, to help make sure that we're connecting the dots. This is what the emerging science and research is saying, how we can turn that into evidence-based guidance that can be operationalized on the ground. And a really good example of this is we work very, very closely with our partners in the NIST-WUI research group to help make sure that we're bringing their research and science forward and translating that into practical implementation. That includes some of their research about how, say, structure separation, the distance in between different structures on a 
at a, either at a community level or at a parcel level is fits within their risk profile for uh, a wildland urban interface incident as well as how they have done a very, very thorough analysis of both actual events that have taken place, as well as their um, recommended research-based hazard mitigation methodologies. So how to marry up the, say, fuels management side of wildfire risk reduction with their built environment, building hardening, defensible space, and the response capacity and the role of responders in community risk reduction. And we're really taking a lot of that research and helping turn it into a more user-friendly, I guess, easier customer experience and more accessible on the ground sort of guidance document. And we also work with additional partners in some other DHS agencies, as well as other federal agency partners to try to make sure that we're keeping track of emerging technologies. This includes for things like sensors for alerts and warnings or forecasting systems, research related to firefighter health and safety, PPE performance under different conditions, as well as the ways climate change is going to fit within the future risk profiles and forecasting and planning for future risk. So we really are deeply engaged across the board with a wide variety of partners, and we emphasize our role in trying to make sure that we are connecting this information and we are translating it into something user-friendly for our partners and our stakeholders who are operationalizing on the ground and really taking ownership of their community risk. And how does USFA engage with national leadership, you know, fire service leadership on these WUI issues? So we do work very closely with uh, many major national groups who focus on how to develop building codes and standards, zoning, and also ways that those can be incorporated into community design and community planning and the overall risk reduction efforts that are happening at the state and local level. We work in USFA very closely with national level leadership groups who really focus on how to incorporate more community risk reduction on wildland urban interface issues and ways to streamline and align the federal resources that are available and tie together the sort of natural resource aspects of wildfire risk reduction with the built environment aspects of community risk reduction. So bringing together that sort of tie between where the built environment starts to become the natural environment, where the risk may be present in the natural environment, and making sure that we're bringing forward our fire service partners' concerns and challenges and issues, and that we're bringing those into those conversations so that there's good attention that's being paid to wildfire risk production, both from a natural resource environment, where, say, the fuels management is a really critical component to the community risk reduction emphasis, as well as how that connects into the built environment where the firefighters are working to protect their communities and their properties and building their prevention and community risk reduction programs. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Nicole? 
I would add one thing that I think is really important about the wildland urban interface, and I'm actually going to borrow from our U.S. fire administrator on this. One of the things that she has sort of noted about it is that the wildland urban interface is really the frontier for the fire service. It is the emerging new frontier of risk that is being managed. And I, I would like to emphasize that there are a lot of communities that have a high degree of wildfire risk, and this is probably probably one of the most critical issues for our nation to think about in terms of how to manage natural hazard risk and looking forward both for today and also looking forward for future conditions and future risks that we may experience in going forward. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Thank you, Teresa. It's been really wonderful. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Anytime. Thank you for listening to the USFA podcast. And thank you to our guest, Aitor Bidaburu and Nicole LaRosa for joining us today. Want to learn more about Wildland Urban Interface? Visit usfa.fema.gov forward slash WUI. And check out our guide on creating a community wildfire protection plan. We hope you enjoyed our conversations today. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on Apple or Google. We share new episodes every third Thursday of each month. You can join the conversation about fire safety by emailing your questions and sharing your stories to FEMA-USFAPodcast at FEMA.DHS.gov. That's FEMA-USFAPodcast at FEMA.DHS.gov. You can visit us at USFA.FEMA.gov for more information. Goodbye.